Hey everyone, you're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels and get into the nitty gritty of the plot, characters, and sexy times while going off on semi-related tangents, swooning, cursing, and cackling. It's a ride. This week, we're going to start off with a podcast shout out. Because while we highlight the work of badass women in Romancelandia, there's a podcast out there that features a deep dive into badass women from history. It's called Encyclopedia Womanica. For too long, history lessons have glossed over the truly essential contributions women have made to history. That's where Encyclopedia Womanica comes in. This podcast from Wonder Media Network aims to change the narrative by introducing the pioneers, scientists, chefs, and more from antiquity to today who have shaped our society. Every weekday, host Jenny Kaplan dives into the trials, tragedies, and triumphs of this diverse group of groundbreaking women. And the best part is, each episode is only five minutes long. The bite-sized episodes pack painstakingly researched content into fun, entertaining, and addictive daily adventures. You may or may not already know these women, but you definitely should. Subscribe to Encyclopedia Womanica wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure to check out our Patreon because we've got part two of our coverage of 365 DNI coming out today. I'll include links to both of those in the show notes. And now we have part two of Fuck Yeah Florence's fabulous journey through the gambling halls of England Times New York and Clay's Boudoir in The Prince of Broadway by Joanna Shoup. Here we go. Hello, Erin. Hello, Melody, 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 Melody. Hello. Did it sound like I was fading out? I tried. It's a sound trick from Human Bosoms. It faded. Ooh, it was a fade. A yeah. fade out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. technical and crazy. Wow. Yeah, what I did was I got quieter. Whoa. And, yeah. mm-hmm. Incredible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, what? Are we? Do you want to know hey. where I got that skill? What? What to skill? Feign um, excitement. Wow. And interest. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and to go through the motions of being like that was the most incredible thing I've ever seen wow. or heard mm-hmm. in my life. Do you want to know where I got that? Where? Well, it's been about three months that I have been locked in the house with a bunch of toddlers. And that's basically mm, 66% of toddler parenting. How about, to be like, How about where did oh you get gosh. the skill of being a big old bitch all the time? How about that one? <laughs> Where'd you get that skill? Fainy <laughs> excitement. That's homegrown. That the, there. The skill of being a big asshole to your friends. <laughs> Talk what? about how their fades aren't Im- aren't impressive, and how you're having oh, to no. feign all your excitement. I thought it was pretty impressive. It was impressive. impressive. 
I thought it was pretty impressive. <laughs> All right. It was impressive. But listen, that's where I'm at right now in my whole life. Ember will be like, watch, mom, look at me do this. And it's like he turns around or like does a jump kick or something. And I'm uh-huh. like, great. Awesome. I heard you the other day. We were on the phone the other day. <laughs> yeah. And little Ember was saying, watch, mama, do this. And he did whatever and you were like wow ember you did put a backpack on the floor wow yeah, you were so sarcastic like, but his his little brain can't understand sarcasm i know yet. and his yeah. his heart grew three sizes he was so proud <laughs> my mom's so impressed with me that i threw my shit on the floor uh-huh yep 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 yeah the only other thing in my house that is like truly truly bringing me great joy is that the one and a half year old now dances like Elaine from Seinfeld? Ooh, with the oh, thumbs yeah. and the kicks. Oh well, it's instead of a thumb, it's like a one elbow flap. Ooh, like yeah, just her yeah. left elbow goes, nice. and it's like, and a lot of times she'll do the left elbow up and then like stick her butt out to that side. Hot, it's, yeah, it's really <laughs> it sounds like good a great stuff. dance. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and then and then she'll do a really slow like turn all the way around while she like catch you like she like i don't know tries to catch glimpses at me while she like is mm-hmm. going she's like mom are you seeing these moves <laughs> <laughs> does she do it with the confidence of her mother doing similar <laughs> similar moves as an adult if if not that confidence maybe you multiply it by three. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I've definitely seen Melody dance while spinning around and catching glimpses like, are you seeing this? It's true. Anyway. The, so. the drunker you get, the more, you know, I feel like your daughter may <clears throat> dance like a drunk you. Well, toddlers are just tiny drunk adults. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's great. It's great over here. So <laughs> it I'm actually so, is. I'm so tired. I'm so Same. You guys, I'm sorry if these these episodes are not um up to our usual level of quality. I kind of feel like we're not doing this book justice and I I'm sorry and I want to say listener Go go read this book. This book is a delight, you gotta, and you, you gotta should read, read this it. Book. And to the point, to the, the if we're not doing it justice, we're sorry. It's good. It's one of the best books we've read for the podcast. Go, yeah, read it. Most definitely. Okay. Yes. All right. Good. All right. So we just had a mutual masturbation scene while watching <laughs> a voyeuristic sex es- exhibition. That is the last plot point that did happen. Yeah, yeah, and it was Melody Catnip from start to fucking finish. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back at the bronze house and we no maybe um, no I don't know. doesn't she, she run away home. she gets scared again yeah she right? goes and she runs home but i think we're back at the bronze house because he's looking at the wreckage of everything that happened oh, yeah, annabelle's they there you guys yeah and they're talking about florence <laughs> they they did turn that frown upside down but it's still a big frown now yeah know? now it's back to frown yeah and annabelle's <laughs> like hey I noticed that when we went to go get you in that uh, lawyer room <laughs> that you were like, just a moment, uh, <laughs> need a second. I heard some belts rebuckling. <laughs> so. A lot of skirt rustling, which by the way, I did not talk about 
on the last episode, and but we talked about it in person. How, what? Bing Bing Bong logistics with Aaron. I just uh-huh. feel like oh yeah, the level of like skirt lifting mm-hmm. and like reaching down and like standing up and also like trying to keep your back to. <laughs> I feel like that was a logistical feat on the part of Florence when mm-hmm. she did do that mutual masturbation scene. Yeah, I recall that when we were on the phone, I did look up to make sure I understood the silhouette of England Times New York, aka the Gilded Era. Yes. And I did a big I definitely think it's possible. No, I get it that the skirts are small, but even if I were wearing like a just a regular modern time skirt i just feel mm-hmm. like get, full length i feel like getting it up there and then holding it up there and like being standing up mm-hmm. just in general just being standing up in general is a challenge listen all the stars mm-hmm. must align perfectly <laughs> to be yeah. successful and i just well, i i just commend i'm not saying that it's impossible i'm just saying Florence, Listen, I'm not going to walk us through the angles required on the podcast like I did yeah, with you. Exactly. I just feel like it would be tough. <laughs> I feel like it would be tough. And I just want to applaud Florence for being mm-hmm. able to like get there and get it, get in and out at the same time with, with the speed at which Clay was able to get in and out mm-hmm. of that situation. I, I just commend I her. I mean, him dirty talking her name though. I like, get it. It was Woo! a sexy situation. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. She was ready to go. I understand. I just... Yeah. Bing, boom, bong. Logistics time. Bing, boom, bong. Good job, Florence. Yes. Yes. Congratulations. So we're back in the club, and Annabelle is like, wow, I I see. I like her even more now that I know that like she's, she's down for a little voyeurism and, you know, whatever you guys yeah. were doing in there. And... This is where she says that, like, women have to watch out for each other because she's like, listen, you need to not start something with an uptown debutante who, while simultaneously also trying to ruin her father, because, like, this is a dangerous game here. You don't just, like, have sex with fancy debutantes. And I I can see that you're unhappy when she's not around and you're happy when she is. I'm I'm starting to worry about you're going to fall for her. And this is this is a bad situation. Most definitely. But he's like, stop worrying about her. She's like, women must worry about other women. God knows the men won't do it, which I thought was oh. a great quotation. And so did 34 other people who highlighted the passage. Okay, there you go. I'm one of them. <laughs> Woo! Uh-huh. Highlight twins. Okay. <laughs> so the bronze house is closed for a few days after the raid. So they have a little time to, like, cool down and think about each other. But the next time she goes back to the casino, it like, they've been reliving it. They've been thinking about it. And oh, he yeah. wants to have a conversation about, like, are you good because you ran mm-hmm. out of there? I'm sorry. And, like, they kind of rehash it again that she doesn't have any regrets, but she's just a little, like, you know, embarrassed about the situation. Mm-hmm. So he proposes an affair. Yeah, that's what that is what happens. That's what happens. He just says, "Hey, Flo, <laughs> I think that we should do this for realsies." Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> what? Sorry. No, we were just like, "Yep, sorry." It's your point. Yep, that is what happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's like, "I don't have no diseases." 
We're both. Yeah, I'm single. You're single. Like, let's get this thing popping. He says, would you like more experiences like that with me? And she's like, do you? And he says, well, yeah, but I've been I've been telling you how hot you are since like day dot. So and then. OK, so it says standing in front across from these yeah, standing across from this enigmatic and rugged man. She knew the answer to the question of what she wanted. Sorry. Mm-hmm. She knew what she wanted. Perhaps she was reckless and irresponsible because she wanted to explore whatever was happening and she discuss it as directly as he had. Wrong. I barely know anything about you. He says he, she can trust him. She's like, I barely yeah. know anything about you. For instance, I haven't the first clue on how well you can kiss. Oh. He paused only for a second. Are you asking for me to rectify that? He reached out to slide his hands up her arms past her shoulders until rough fingers trailed under her jaw because you'll find I'm very amenable to requests. And then they make out. But oh, so- boy. He talks about how she can trust him and they know each other and he's not going to hurt her and that they can have this affair based on trust, which becomes important later um, when it turns out she can't trust him and uh, he does hurt (laughs) her and they can't have this affair based on trust. (laughs) But man, they do like that. The lip graze and oh, Oh, it's so good. It's like a three page Her fingers were buried in his hair. It's awesome. It's incredible. And he's like, right after the kiss, it takes up? her a moment to reacquaint herself with reality. Everyone, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's like, did I approve it? Did I did that clear up your question? Uh-huh. Or how is your request uh, filled? Um, and she says, I, I think we may safely put that concern to rest. <laughs> <laughs> a great line. It's so good. And then she asks about his scars. He says that yeah. he got it while fighting. There is a little bit of like scar licking in this book, which you know. Right? I, you're not into it. I hate a scar lick. We've talked about yeah. this for three years. Don't lick scars. <laughs> I don't. Ever since we did Breast Cancer Survivor and the Beast, which yeah. is the name of that book, I can't remember. But don't lick a scar. It's gross. Don't lick but a scar. It worked for me in this book. Yeah, he kind of says it in a way that I think I can understand, where it's not like she didn't lick his scars like, mmm, I like scars. Slurp. Hot scar. Like no. eroticizing something that's like not, it's not for her to like objectify right. his scars. It wasn't like that. And it also wasn't like, mm, poor baby, Whoa, scars. It wasn't like that either. It was just like, she was just like making out she with just his finds whole face all of him hot and there did happen to be scars there and so he he when he thinks back on the scar licking he's kind of like she wasn't afraid to go to that yes. part of my body which yeah, he really because appreciated about his her. whole thing is like i'm big i'm imperfect i'm like not a physical charmer you know like Whoa. i'm brutish i know right i'm <laughs> brutish and so it it meant actually a lot to him that she likes his imperfections, including, but not limited to, his scars. So it's good. So she says, all right, if we're going to have an affair, are mm. you going to to stop doing whatever it is you're doing to my dad? And he's like, no, absolutely not. The, the two right. things two separate issues. are completely different. They have nothing to do with each other. And she's like, well, you at least tell me what it is. And he's like, no, it, you do happen to be his daughter. So that would be very stupid yeah. of me to do. And they get in kind of this little argument about how he won't be honest with her about that. And then um, she fucks off. 
Yeah. Well, because she says that she doesn't think that she can trust him. Any she man that's trying I mean, to ruin can't. her father, she can't trust. And he's like, that's bullshit and you know it and you're splitting hairs and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, eh, I gotta go. Yeah. So she's there for this this meeting with this guy named Crane. He says their lessons are done for the night. They continue their conversation, I think, that same night. And he talks about, you know, she says she can't trust him. And that really wounds him. And she says, you can't bully me into trusting you just by making out with me. Clearly, I can't if you're doing secret things to my family. Mm -hmm. And so she's on her way out. And this guy Crane comes in. And then he has a meeting with this guy named crane about how like he's looking out for his interests and it's kind of a shady meeting but it ends up being important later that that, like he he met with this guy and that they are planning things Mm -hmm. they talk about how bill's been totally kicked out of his house so that guy bill the police officer whose house that clay owns like after the raid he was like okay buddy you don't have a house anymore so he's like completely No, 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 not yet. Did I get it wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time, he just says, we also have... Because he told Bill in that meeting, I also have evidence of your mistress. So, like, Mm -hmm. I've got multiple things I can use against you. And after the raid, they were like, all right, send all the evidence to the wife about the mistress. And so now Bill is out of his brownstone. He's been kicked out by his wife. And poor baby has to stay in his mistress's cushy apartment. Oh, oh no. Yeah. But he's but made Bill a man with nothing to lose. And that's not that's a great thing. That's not a great strategic move, Clay. But Which Jack tells him. Yeah. So we're now uptown. We're having a little conversation between Florence and Mamie and Justine. Mamie's asking Florence what her deal is and why she's so upset. And she's asking if she's slept with Madden. And basically, it's just like a, a, a sister times talk. And she doesn't really reveal yeah. anything. But she does reveal that she misses him terribly. Yes. Um, and that she doesn't like the fact that they're currently sort of weirdly estranged. Yes. And she tells Mamie about how Madden wants to ruin their father. And Mamie's like, whatever. Like, daddy's super powerful. Yeah. Don't, don't let that become part of why you say no to like a man you're in love with yeah mamie says don't let dad get in between you and a man you dig and mamie Which, like, fucking mamie. knows yeah yeah good job mamie good job mamie and and she's like well i don't know if i can trust him and justine and mamie are like well he's not he how do you of course you can trust him you've been in this casino with him he's protected right. you he's gone and um uh rescued you from that other casino he right he's he could have like thrown you out or gone to dad and said you're there every night he hasn't done any of that he has been completely respectful of of you in every Mm -hmm. time he could have taken advantage of you um and she's like huh yeah interesting you're correct about that Mm -hmm. so then it's time for somebody to show up in a trench coat and underwear am i right she shows up (laughs) At his (laughs) house. And he is she like there when he comes in and she like freaks him out? Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's up in his apartments. And then, oh, oh, yeah, because he lives at the bronze house. So she's there. Private apartments on like the seventh floor. In his apartments. And so he's there and he comes in and then there's like a rustle, rustle, rustle or something Mm -hmm. like that. Or he's like doing a thing. And then she's like, there's a hot lady figure at the window. I can tell. I can turn on the light. That there is a hot lady 
here somewhere. And he's actively mm-hmm. thinking about how he's not thinking about, he does not want to think about her. He's, right. he's trying to like avoid thinking about her. And then she's there and he's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? And she's like, waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I was working in my office, which you must have realized considering that the club is still open. Why would you come here instead? And she says, because I didn't come here for lessons. Ooh. Hot. <laughs> Not those kind of lessons, at least. So he says, what have you come for? She says, isn't it obvious? Isn't it obvious? <laughs> Look at my decolletage. <laughs> and she says, you know, this whole thing is so much easier when you're a man. I would like to um, sleep, with, sleep with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. But he does say, she's like, this is so much easier for men. And he goes, Not true. At this moment, I'm confused and twisted inside out with possibility. You know how I feel about ambiguity. Oh, Clay. Ooh, she's Clay. like, I want Which, that D. Clay. I mean, t- take a look in a mirror, Clay. But right. yeah. Ooh, Clay hates Ooh, ambiguity, Clay. hates lies. Mm. I don't want to give you ambiguity. Yeah. I don't want that, Clay. I just want to be so transparent. All my clothes are off. <laughs> that's all <laughs> yeah he's direct with people when he wants to be direct with people when it's it true. might be to his advantage okay she says i realized i do trust you i've trusted you to teach me to take me seriously i've trusted you to keep me safe and protect my anonymity here i've trusted you enough to kiss you and pleasure myself while you're in the same room i do <laughs> trust you a crack mm-hmm. opened in the stone that used to be his heart and a feeling he hadn't experienced in a long time welled up to warn him. Tenderness. 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 Oh, my Ooh. God. Um. So uh, then they uh, do it. Well, okay. <laughs> so I love... <laughs> if, if you haven't noticed this pattern on the show that when I say, and then they do it, or then they have the sex... Melody always takes a breath and says, oh, okay, well, okay, let's walk that back as if we're just going <laughs> to, every time, every time. All right. Yeah. Y- yes, Mel, did you have some things to say? I do have quite a few things to say about She's taking sexy- a drink of water so that she can hydrate before she goes in on this. Okay. Go for it. Him. <laughs> okay. So he's like, he's shoving this tenderness back down. He's like, absolutely not. I can't. I'm here to service her, basically. She's not here for a grand love affair with a criminal, it says. And so he's not a long-term choice, merely a short-term diversion. And it says, so, danger and excitement. That he could do. And then he goes right up to her and he's like, you want me to fuck you? Yeah. And she's like, yes, yes, I definitely do. And so he is using his big giant body which he has a ton of practice with like doing the intimidation thing and he's like looming over her and it's very hot and then he says sweet florence i'm not one of your pampered and vacuous uptown men i won't give you timid or soft he sank his teeth into the skin of her neck biting down gently she whimpered and grabbed his arm grabbed his arms to steady herself he nearly smiled yes he knew how this was going to go you want a bit of trouble, princess? Here I am. And I promise I'll give it to you anytime you like. Oh, boy. Mm. So they start doing the big makeout. And then he says, I want to undress you. And she says, good, because I want to undress you. Fuck yeah, Florence. Yeah. 
So he undresses himself and he's fully naked and like she's just he's like frothing at the mouth. Covered in scars, all brutish. Oh. And he's like, This is who I am. I am like yeah. not that great looking. Scarred, I'm not conventionally big handsome. and imperfect. Why did she was say not... that he is glorious? Uh, Does she say oh. glorious? So he says, Change your mind yet? He held perfectly still and awaited her answer. He hadn't felt this vulnerable since he got pinched at the age of 16 running an illegal dice game. Absolutely not. You're glorious, Clay. Glorious. Glorious. The compliment was a lance through his chest. Oh, and so now. He has low self-esteem for, again, no, no reason, reason whatsoever. But that's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's but fine. We love it. We, we love, love it. it. We want to patch him right back up. So. <laughs> <laughs> so then she is still completely dressed. And he's like, fuck, here I am with this giant heart on and nothing to do with it. And so he starts trying to undress her. And she's like, it'll be faster if I do it myself, which like, again, fuck yeah, Florence. So they get her totally undressed down to her shift and her bloomers and something else that's very England Times New York. And um, one thing I love about Joanna Shube is she tells us about every article of clothing I that comes off and it. how difficult it is to do it. Love it. Yes. Yes. I love it so much. I mean, to the point where he's like, oh, he's like biting on her boobs over her corset or something mm-hmm. like that. And she goes, you're not making this easy. And he says, you picked the wrong man for easy, you guys. Oh, shit. Yeah. So he picks her up and he says, wrap your legs around my waist. He puts her down on his bed and he says to himself, I hope that her smell lingers here for years, you guys. Oh, boy. That's how good her smell is, Aaron. I mean, I don't mean to harp on this at all. <laughs> to him. I to actually, her faded mate, who is not me. I actually had I had forgotten about the way that we went back and forth about that last episode until just now. Anyway, <laughs> so he's, like, on top of her, and he's trying to, like, get her ready and stuff. He's trying to be all sexy and touch her places and whatever. And she's just like, Clay, I need you inside me right now. I need mm. it. I need it. I need it. Please, Clay, now. And so he loses his goddamn mind and lets her talk him into it. And so he pushes in a little bit and sees her grimace in pain. And mm-hmm. he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And like, he I did a out. bad. Whoops. Yeah, I did a bad. I'm so sorry. I'm going to rectify it. And she's like, what are you doing? Don't stop. And he says, Florence, I'm causing you pain. And she goes, and? That's how it's supposed to be. I know. And he, he frowns. And that's bad. And then she says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm usually better at hiding the hurt until it goes away. Oh, oof. So he gets really mad because he realizes that all of her sexual partners have not taken any time with her whatsoever. So he starts going down south and he does a big eat her out, you guys. It is so on TM. Mm -hmm. And this is happening to her for the first time. And she's really Uh excited about it. She's about it. She's super about it because he actually says it's time for another lesson. And she's berating herself internally, being like, oh, I was a dumb person and I made him stop. Like, I, duh. Yeah. 
And then he says, it's a crying shame that no one's taken the time to properly love this cunt. Oof. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, wow. So she, you know, (laughs) comes like a freight train. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says... Come here, you delectable creature, as he's climbing up her body to, like, really take her to pound town. <laughs> wow. And, like, the sight of his mouth hitches and stuff. You guys, this is a great. And then a good he does stuff. sploosh on her stomach and then gets up and leaves. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they have this. At least like, she he comes has again. the decency not to come inside her, like, Frank Tripp. <laughs> Yeah, Frank. The only bad really, thing about Frank Trip, book wow, one, Frank, is he he did like just let it go inside her, and then he's like, "You could be pregnant. She'd probably marry me. You should probably what? marry me now, Frank. Frank, Frank, don't anyway, don't take away a lady's choices like that. Anyway, Clay is not about that. He's no. not into trapping anybody. So right. he is getting up to like get stuff to clean her off, right? And it takes him a yeah. little longer maybe than it probably should i don't know what he's doing in there it's never i don't either i don't know so he says sorry and then he gets up to go to the bathroom and she is like oh wow he doesn't even want to like stick around and snuggle me so she gets her stuff together because she wipes herself up on the sheets yeah gets her stuff together she has enough time to go from like high on orgasm to like oh shit he's gone i don't what is he sorry for i'm not sorry for anything maybe i should be sorry for something is this how he treats everyone he just like comes on their stomach and fucks off like what is this so she starts getting her stuff together pissed so when he comes out with a rag she's getting her stuff together and he starts getting pissed because he's like she's leaving and he's like oh god i'm such an idiot i'm starting to care about this woman i shouldn't have done that and now and like like, obviously she doesn't care because she's just fucking off man so he's reactive and so he's basically like yeah get out you know we screwed and it was fun but now it's over and she's like wow you really lied to me with all of this like you can have it anytime you want and you're uh, right my like you know all the all the nice things he said to her and then he says and in addition to all of that our gambling casino lessons are over done Done. i can't do it anymore because i am falling in love with you which he does not say he He just says it's over and she's like why and at the end of this fight he says you're gonna thank me later trust me and she's like trust you i tried that once and it didn't really work out for me so i'm never going to trust you again sick burn florence mic drop fuck yeah florence so then uh, we've got him like moping all around and his friends are like, you're an idiot. Like it, he he's like, listen, women like that want marriage and flowers and jewelry, like all of these things. They want to be courted. They want carriage rides in the park. They want right. all this bullshit that I can't give. And I don't remember if it's um, Jack or Annabelle, but they're like, you know, she she never said she wanted that stuff. Did she say she wanted mm-hmm. to get married to you? Did she? Is this it coming from you or is this coming from her? Right. And he's like, well, I didn't really ask that, but it's something that I know about her. And they're like, yeah, I'm sure she'd really appreciate all these assumptions you're making about her without her input. So he's like, harumph, you know. Yeah, he's like, when did you get so wise? Get out. (laughs) God. So then Florence, listen, it takes her all of like 24 hours 
to oh. go to the person who owns the other half of gambling in England Times New York City. That's right. Mc, McFlurry Mulligans. That's McFlurry the one. McFlurry McMulligans. Uh-huh. And so she goes down to McFlurry Town and is like, hey. <laughs> Boy, does she. Hey, McFlurries. I was being tutored by Clay Madden and that deal has ended abruptly with no explanation. Yeah. And I would now like to be tutored by you. And he thinks this is... Yeah, because I heard you had some shamrock shakes. The best. What are you? The best. Yeah. Are you serving yeah. shamrocks right now? Oh, God. <laughs> Did I tell you about when David tried the shamrock shake? We're back in the saddle. We're no, back. tell me. <laughs> you guys, last episode, and like we've just been feeling real tired and exhausted and, and not great. But as soon as I said the words, did I tell you that, dude? What are you trying to <laughs> I feel like now we're back. He texts me one day and he's like, you know, thank, uh, Thanksgiving times? No. St. Patrick's no. Day times. Why would That's I say Thanksgiving's one. times? That makes no I sense. I don't know. That's St. Patrick's Day spices. times. He sends me a text and he's like, I've never tried one of those shamrock shakes. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to go all in on it. I'm going to do like, it. David, do not get a shamrock shake. It will Why? be bad for you. It will hurt you. I know him. Why? I know when he has something like that, it hurts oh, him. No. And then the rest of the day, he's like, <laughs> and he goes, my tummy. had the shamrock shake. And he mopes around <laughs> and he can't do anything. And he's like, why did you let me have the shamrock shake? So I'm like, all caps, like, do not, yeah. do not go there. Do not drink shamrock shake. Shamrock shake will hurt you, David. And he's just like, oh there are like three things like this that i'm I'm, i know are gonna hurt him (laughs) that like you know sometimes when he's sick he's like i'm gonna take a bath but then he gets too hot every time he's like oh god it made me so much more sick and every time i'm like david do not do not (laughs) and every time it makes him so much more sicker anyway Then, like, i i received no reply and then like 15 minutes later he's like i'm so sick I'm so sick from this shamrocks. So I made a huge mistake. I made a horrible mistake. I'll see if I can find the text and send them to you. Anyway, shamrock yes, shakes please. are evil, guys. Do not drink them. They'll make you. They'll hurt you. They'll make you well, sick and hurt and you. And that's what Florence is is trying to get her get into. Yeah. So McFlurry's is so tickled by the fact that yeah she went to Madden's casino, learned all uh-huh. of his secrets, did not sign any agreements not to disclose those secrets. Uh-huh. And is now coming to him and wants to learn from him. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, sure. hundred bucks an hour sounds great to me. Can't wait. Welcome mm-hmm. on board, Flo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, she really likes it there because like ladies are allowed and yeah. she makes friends with all the, the dancers backstage and stuff. Yeah. And it's like a really fun time. This is like a far trashier casino, I think, right? Yes. It's like in a worse area of town. And they have like dancing girls and stuff there. I don't mean to say it, like trashy. But and they have to like walk past boxing rings. Yeah. They have like more riffraff hanging out at this casino than the other one. It's not for the upper classes. Whereas no. the bronze house is specifically for the upper classes. So Jack's like, I'm into it. This is great. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, he speaks like four languages and he's super oh, yeah. hot. Yeah. And he's like seven feet tall and uh, he wears the shit out of a three piece suit. Yeah. Up until now, he's been very in the first book and in the first half mm. of this book has been characterized as just like a very violent, very intimidating person who's like very shifty and shady. Yeah. And just kind of like not as smart and crafty as because Frank Tripp had some dealings with him too and so mm. does Clay Madden. 
But it turns out he's actually very smart and very cultured and very um, all of those things. And very classically handsome. Yes, that is what I got out of it. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know. They just kind of like characterized him as like a low class kind of guy. And he's really not actually. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like that at all. And I really feel like Justine is going to show us just the depth. I'm wondering if like, you know, the first two books are like low class guys that like rose up in society. And I have Uh a feeling that Madden's (gasps) going to be a high society man. Oh. pulled a Florence and said to fuck with all of this I'm gonna own a like I'm gonna own a, an illegal empire boxing lady dancing yeah criminal em- I a criminal empire that's for me yeah yeah I'm sick of these ballrooms um okay I mean I'm into it so then she's taking lessons over there then on the other side of town Clay's getting visits from Bill where he's just like ha 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 how'd you like that raid and Clay's like I'm a ruin you basically yeah clay's like how do you like not living with your kids anymore asshole yeah Ugh. so then clay finds out that yes. she is in fact interning at mulligan's house interning she has an internship <laughs> she does and clay promptly freaks the fuck out yeah, he's like, so I gotta he get goes, her out of there. I'll give him anything he wants. And they're like, just go over there and like talk to her and see if she'll come back. And he's like, no, Mulligan will never give her up just never. with nothing. And it's like, she's not property. She's obviously a hostage. She's not locked inside. Like, yeah. I, I felt like this was, it was kind of cute, but also like, she's, she's a lady with free will. Like, she can walk out yeah. if she wants to. But maybe he just didn't think that was the case. That was my favorite part about his interactions with Mulligan, because he walks in there and he's like, give her to me right now. Get her out of here. <laughs> you she know why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> and Jack is like, or, um, yeah, Jack is like, hey, bro, like, she's really good at accounting and stuff. Like, I showed her all my <laughs> really spreadsheets. Like her. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. She's good at the maths. No, she's uh-huh. not terrible to look at. Like, I'm not super inclined to send Great her back cards. to you. And also, yeah. hot tip, she's not property. So right. she's here because she wants to be here. Yeah, he says, I can't make her go anywhere. Yeah, if you can convince her to leave, take her with you. Fine. Like, she's a person with free will. Right. And so Clay's like, okay, well, then go get her and I will convince her to come with me. And Jack's like, all right, bro, cool. Yeah. But he says, if she doesn't want to talk to you, I'm not going to, you know, like she doesn't have to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So he goes down and she's in the dressing room with um, all the cabaret dancers. And they're like bonding over being mistreated by men and stuff. And um, so Jack comes down and and. Mulligan makes sure Jack Mulligan, right? Is his name? Yeah, his I think first name is Jack, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't know, but Frank. there's that other Jack. There's Bald Jack. Oh shit! Are there two Jacks? No, there's not two. Let's Jacks. just call him McFlurries. Let's just go. All right, Let's you're just, right. You know what? Heaving, this is heaving bosoms. We're gonna we're heave not... bosoms this right up. This, so, this isn't one of those highbrow podcasts. No, this is this so, isn't the Bronze House. This is nope. the Mulligan's McFlurry's house. That's right. So McFlurry goes down there. We've got dancing girls. We've got boxing. (laughs) This isn't for the upper class. (laughs) Oh, tits out for McFlurries. So (laughs) he (laughs) goes down there and he's like, uh, he knocks on the door and all of the dancers know that um, he will not let anybody into their um, dressing room whatsoever. It's a very safe space for them. 
So yes. they know it's likely him, but he always asks permission before he comes in and everything. Yeah. And he's like, hey, girl, Clay's upstairs and he's being a bit of a brute and he wants to talk to you. Are you down with that or should I send him away? And she's like, you know what? I am down with that. But first, I'm going to flex a little bit of my independence. Well, first she says no. And then he's like, I think he's here to apologize to you. And she's like, oh, oh yeah. He said that. Oh, I know. He's like, no, but he is taking a very apologetic stance. I don't know what's going on with you guys, but I think it's a good talk right. he wants to have. And then she's like, mm, okay, maybe. So she has the rest of the girls like get her all oranged up. She gets she puts on an orange wig and this orange flouncy dress. And she's been there long enough that she's watched their routines. And so she mm -hmm. so Jack uh so McFlurries goes up to get Clay and he brings him down to the bar and they talk about the brewery, right? Mm -hmm. The yeah. Frank's well, brother. Yeah, I mean they, they talked about this before, I think, because Frank was saying to to buy you to stop tutoring her like okay she's not property you can't just like give her back to me but you can just refuse to tutor her oh and for that yeah. i will give you this i will give you that i will give you right you know Clay whatever says all and that. like one of the things was i will buy 300 bottles of your barrels of your brewskis for the you yes. know whatever so that was one of the things he had offered him to stop tutoring florence and so they're now talking about that Again? Anyway, Maybe. so they're sitting at the bar, so, and then the dancing girls comes out, and mm -hmm. Clay is mesmerized. Yes, he's because looking at Florence's ankles, which go all the way to the floor immediately. It says, "Oh yeah." Every kick and turn and laugh and smile heated his blood. There was no doubt that she was Ooh. Florence. He had studied her so long and so often. She could wear a disguise in a dark room, and he would recognize her. Do you oh, remember? Boy. Did you see? that netflix show that was like kind of good but also not really called godless do you remember that no uh -uh. it was like the premise was good but then they like deviated too far from it the premise was like mm. there's this old western town where there was a mine accident and all the men died and so it was a town oh, yeah. of only women and yeah. that's a cool concept but that was like 15 percent of the show and never really right. mattered. but oh god merit what's her name oof Oof, I don't remember the actress's name. She was also in the um, zombie Wasn't she show. an unbelievable? Yes, yes, that too. Yes. yes. She's so good. Oh, she's so good. So yeah. she's like a lady that immediately started like wearing the clothes of, of men and she's gay yeah. and she's like her husband died. And now she's like a dude and she's like walking around. She's great. And then, like, one of the prostitute ladies is, like, in love with her. Anyway, there's yes. this scene that they have together where, like, Merritt's mad that the, like, the prostitute lady might have, like, been with a boy or something. I don't remember what happened. But whew, this sex worker lady gives this speech to her, and it ends with, like, how she knows her smell, and she oh, knows her shape. Boy. And she says, lady, I could find you in the dark. And then they just start <gasps> making out hard. And it is yes. like the hottest, sweetest, sexiest scene. HBs, if you are out there and you haven't seen that, just Google up like godless, merit, like just Google up lady, I could find you in the dark. You're going to find it. I'm sure you yeah. will. It is. It was the sweetest, most wonderful scene. Anyway, it reminded me of that. Like he knows her uh -huh. so good and well. He could find her anywhere in a costume, in a dark room. Clay will find Florence. I love oh, it. 
I don't really get why Florence did this, but I do like that Clay fucking <laughs> Well, because she thinks that he's there to throw her over his shoulder and, like, caveman away with her. And she wants to show him that, no, she makes her own choices and she's sure. her own lady and she'll do whatever the fuck she wants with her yeah. body and with her time and with her person. And okay? Nick Florigan and um, That's Florence right. both think that he's going to go up there like a bull in a china shop yeah. and caveman are out of there and he doesn't. And that's really no. shows it's off his so character. so hot. Instead, is what he it is. loved it and he wants her to keep oh. that wig on for oh my god later for later times yeah so she goes up there and she's like what do you want why are you here and he basically is like i'm really sorry i was sorry a sillykins i shouldn't have done any of the things and i do want to keep mentoring you and i do want to be with you and like for as long as you'll have me basically there is no end date on this on my end Anytime you want, I would like to keep going physically with you and with the casino mentoring. <sighs> and she's like, I really thought that you were going to be super mad about my my performance downstairs. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, contraire, I thought it was really sexy. And although it's not my first choice, you're your own person. And so if you want to flash your ankles at a bunch of drunk dudes, you you get your dance on, girl. <sighs> So and good. it is hot. It's really good. And he swear he's like, I will never hurt you. And she's like, you already did hurt me. And he's like, yeah. I swear on everything. I swear on my life. I swear on everything that I own. I will never, ever, ever hurt you again. Which, I, like, I will never do anything. Yeah. And she's like, oh, so you swear on your life and everything you Play. own. So you swear on the bronze house? Yeah. That you will never hurt me again. Like, Come on, man. Like, if you hurt yeah. me again, you're, you know, like, the, you're going to give up everything. And he's like, yep, that's exa- exactly what I'm saying. Like, I'm here. I'm at your disposal. Whatever you want from me, you can have it forever. I, I, yeah. I, Clay loves Florence. I, love <laughs> I don't you. think he says that, but he does. <laughs> he doesn't. Um, okay. So, yeah. yeah. So they're back together again. And this is like halfway through the book. And I remember I was talking to some HBs. I don't remember who, but I was like, they were asking me how I liked the book, and I'm like, I'm halfway through, and they've already had the big fight, and they're already back together. Like, what? I know. Could the they next half though. be? But oh, yeah, man. They, they have not had the big fight, y'all. Okay. Oh, good job, Joanna Shoup. Uh, so anyway, she says, do you fancy sleeping with a chorus girl this evening? Which I thought oh! was really cute. Okay. And he says, as long as it's you. Ah. Oh. So then they do go do that, I think. Yeah, yeah right? we don't see it. It's off page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're back together. Everything's good. There's, There's sort of like more a montage sex time. Of, I think they like yeah. have sex up in the game room. They're, they're just, they're, you guys, montage of sexy times. A montage of mentoring and sex. It'll be yeah. like, and then I showed her these, um, these spreadsheets and I was like, find where somebody's cheating me. And then she found it. And then I was like, yeah, girl, here's your reward. It's <laughs> great. There's even the sentence, the past week had been a flurry of lessons with Clay, sleeping with Clay, lying to her parents and thinking about Clay. And in other words, it had been quite busy. Um, yes. But we get snippets of that, which is great. So then yeah. the next like scene scene we have is Florence is visiting with her grandmother 
And she's talking about how worried she is that somebody's buying up that property. Remember? Remember how? Is this before or after the bath? Mm, yeah, I think they probably had that bath. Oh, no, no, not that bath. This okay, okay, bath. cool. Okay. Yeah, she's just like reminding us, the reader, that somebody is buying up that property. Buying up the whole block and demolishing all the houses. Right. And Florence is talking about how she might need her grandmother's help soon to like invest in a thing. That This is where they find out that the property is being bought up for like a gambling club. Mm-hmm. And that what they're just going to do is build it around the grandmother's house. And so it'll yeah. be a nuisance that is loud and bad and will basically drive her out of her house. And then Mamie pipes up and she's like, Daddy, what if your lawyer, Mr. Frank Tripp? Could he help? <laughs> yeah. It's like, God, man, you're so freaking obvious. Like, just tone it down like a cool little it, bit. Mamie. Do you know um what is his name? What's his um, name? Uh, uh Mr. Um Trip? Fred. Could he uh, maybe help with your legal matters? <laughs> oh god. Anyway, Mamie, lover. Um, okay. So then we have the so then they have that bounce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're in a bathtub that is big enough for two. Take a note, resand the fairy. Take a note, resand. They did that without magic, motherfucker. <laughs> we're in a big okay. old bathtub. It doesn't turn you in anything, and two people fit in there. Take a That's note, right. Sarah J. Mass. Okay. <laughs> All right. And okay. she brings up. Or maybe he brings up, I don't know. Basically, they're talking about future plans. Yeah. And the she's like, up the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She tells him all about how the grandmother is going to give her the house and her yeah. plan to live in that house and how much it means to her because her grandfather built it for her grandmother and how beautiful and wonderful it is. And also because from a more practical standpoint, the house is paid off. She can live in right. the house and put all of her money and all of her time and energy into her venture and maybe even like make the casino mm-hmm. part of the house. She's like... Right. That's my plan right now is to essentially do like you do and live in the top floors right. and have the casino in the bottom. And so it's really important to me and I'm really excited, but also I'm a little nervous because this thing is happening and he's like, hmm. And he asked, this is an important part for me, I thought. He asked if she's yeah. going to, when she does her casino, if she's going to run it anonymously or if she's going to run it as Florence. And she's like, yeah. I've thought about this a lot and I'm just going to use my name and run it as me. And I don't really care if society snubs me and, you know, like, I never liked all that stuff anyway, but I just really want to be on the up and up about it. And he says that's a good idea because that would be setting herself up for a blackmail scheme if she did try to run it anonymously and fail. And she says, spoken like a man who thinks like a criminal. And he says, darling, I am a criminal. And also, you're trying to become a criminal by... Because gambling just generally is illegal in New York City. Right. So, and she's like, ah, you know, kind of. Like, I'm not, you know, it's fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Yeah. But yeah, he, of course, guys... Spoiler alert. Uh-huh. Um, he is the one buying up the stuff around the house because he wants to ruin her dad like he promised. He wants to take away her dad's childhood home. Just like her dad took away his childhood home. Right. He knows for a fact 
that the dad does not live there is no longer associated with that property. I know. Basically will not be impacted whatsoever by that house coming down. Yeah. And yet that is still his goal. That was my one issue with the book overall is that like, yes, it's one thing to like pull an Arya Stark and like have a plan from when you're a toddler and Mm -hmm. things like went badly. But and after this scene, he knows that it won't affect Duncan Green, the father, it's very much at all. His it's love. going to affect a little old lady who, because he he had been thinking before, this won't um really have much impact on this grandmother because she has five more houses. And, like, that's true. She's not going to be destitute. But he did not know the sentimental value of this house that was built brick by brick by Florence's grandfather. And he didn't know that this was the house that Florence is going to have that's going to allow her to build her casino. Right. And so now he knows for certain this is going to have little impact on the person that he's actually plotting revenge against and is going to have all the impact on a sweet old woman and her granddaughter who he loves. And he still doesn't, like, change his plan. To just be better. To just be better at being... To just be a better revenge. Yeah. Yeah, it was very odd. Anyway. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. It didn't make sense to me, but that's okay. He does think about this a little bit, but he's so fixated on, like, this is the plan. It has been the plan. It's in motion. Like, this is what we're going to do that he just keeps on. I think it's inertia that just keeps driving him toward it. It certainly is. But yeah, he's now lying to her by omission in a big way, which is the thing that he hates and has told her he hates a lot, which is uh, he's not being direct with her, which is the thing he hates. So well, and later on, she doesn't like it too much either. No. Yeah. Um, uh, He's a big old hypocrite right now. Yeah. Then there's some sort of interaction at some point with Bill where Bill's like, hey, I heard you were fucking that uptown debutante. Mm -hmm. I know her dad. I could out you at any moment. And I think in this moment, Clay is a little bit caught up in his own arrogance and God complex Mm -hmm. where he's like, oh, okay, sure. You can do that if you want to. Where it's like, nah, bro. That's really a thing he could do with no backlash on himself whatsoever. Yeah, I feel like Clay's a little bit like emotionally and mentally unstable during this area of the book. It's the (laughs) only way I can explain it. So then, yeah, Duncan, the dad, figures out that it's him that's doing it. Yes. And I think before, yeah, before Florence finds out. Yes. He goes to Clay and is like, what is this? Why do you, why are you trying to build this casino? Why this street? Why my mother's house? What's, what's the deal? When you didn't get the whole street, you could have just moved it over and gotten a whole other street. And he acts like he did. He's like, oh, I didn't even know it was your mother. And like plays this little game. And then he ends up telling. Doesn't he? Yeah. He says, listen, this is the reason why you took my home away when I was 11. My brothers died. My blah, blah, blah. Like all this stuff happened. I ended up homeless. Like you ruined my life. And he's right. like, I don't even know what you're talking about. All of those people got fair market value for their houses. And he's like, right. no, if somebody told you that, then you were lied to. Right. And he's like, okay, well, you know, what can I, I can't do anything about this. And Clay's like, yeah, you can't do anything about this. This has been mm-hmm. something I've planned for 20 years. So get out of my face. Right. So Duncan vows to foil the plan somehow. And, you know, he's going to, he's going to graft so hard. And he is. Um, ruin Clay's plants. <laughs> yes. And then it's Florence's birthday, right? <laughs> yep. 
Florence is turning 22. And she tells her grandmother, this this is my plans. I want to open a casino for women. Will you invest in it? And the grandmother is like kind of scandalized, but is kind of like proud too because she loves gambling. She plays her little euchre games and does her little like bridge games with her friends. And she does say she needs a minute to think about it. Yes. But she's she's a savvy businesswoman. She's kind of proud of Florence's ingenuity. Right. And then they're at the birthday dinner. Yes. But wasn't there the thing where there was like the person that attacked somebody at the club and like he had to get her out of the club? When was that? What was that? Oh, yeah, that is was that around how now. Is found out about it? So there is a big bust em up at the casino one night and the doorman gets a big old goose egg from somebody in the alley and they can't tell what's going on because they can't find anybody in the casino, but they do send Florence out as soon as possible. They put her in a hackney. No, that doesn't sound right. No, that sounds wrong. A, a handsome cab. Ham, handsome. Maybe. That's what they say all the time. Handsome. A handsome. Handsome. That's right. So they put her in a handsome, Ham, handsome. send her uptown. Uh, but they can't find. There's no intruder. There's nothing stolen. There's nothing. And so they're like, no, oh, weird. Weird sauce. All right. Let's keep let's keep so going. Business eventually, as usual. that turns out to have been Bill the policeman trying to see if Florence yeah. was in there because he knew if there had been like a thing that she would have. Getting proof of the yeah. affair. All right. Yeah. Now it's birthday so, dinner's time. So she's at birthday dinner time. She's having her confetti cake. She's at yeah. her favorite restaurant. She's with her sister. I think sisters. it's an ice cream confetti cake. Oof, it's really exciting. You know what? In New York, uh, England times, that was probably yeah. a very expensive thing to have was ice creams. Of course. I don't know. When was when was Gilded Times? 19. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't try it. Don't try it. Okay. Um, moving on. Moving on. It was fast, the 1890s. Uh, pretend we knew. So, um... <laughs> And then, uh, so <laughs> he decides to like show up and impress her and like wear a suit yeah. and take her out. He sends town. a note up to Mamie and he's like, make sure your girl is alone because I'm going to take her out. And so I think he shows Jeff up. Kind of put him up to this, to, like putting on Maybe. a suit and getting out. He never, you guys, he never leaves the bronze house. He's a homebody. It's not safe out there for a man yes. like Madden. And he always wears only black. And so he shows up in this like goddamn dinner suit with his white shirt and his white tie and his fanciness. And she's like, oh, I am a puddle on the floor. Yes. Then he does the most Florence thing in the whole wide world because Anna was like, well, you got to do something like special just for her. Yeah. She's like, this is grand gesture time, Clay. You've got to no, do. No, it's not yet. Mm-mm. Oh no, this that's just a, a nice different thing time when she do. says it's yeah. grand gesture times. But she's yeah, still it's like, it's it's a times when you have to right. do something nice for her birthday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he buys out an entire men's only bar club yes. question mark, and there is supposedly this scandalous painting that's on a wall that no women's can see, lest it give them tingles in their bathing suit parts. Yeah, and so. He takes her there and she's like, how are we ever going to gain entrance? And he's like, stick I with me, girl. Bought the whole I got the keys thing. to the city. Rented it. Rented yeah. the whole thing. So Hot. he, they do a drink in there and then there's like this um, curtain that's set oh, up wait, over the He painting. orders her the house cocktail and she's oh, like, my God. no man orders for me. And he's like, I'm sorry, oh. this is their specialty house cocktail. You will be the first woman to ever drink this and maybe the last. 
you sure, bitch? And she's like, don't you want to be able to say I had the house cocktail yeah. at the exclusive place? Yeah. And then she's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what I want. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then after they have that cocktail, he opens the curtain. He sends everybody out. Goodbye. Get out of here. Goodbye. Servers. Leave. He uh, opens the curtain that's currently over that scandalous painting. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what it is? Guess what it is? Tell me. Tell it's me Melody's everything. favorite painting. It's my Nymphs, favorite Nymphs painting. Nymphs plus Seder. You guys remember the yeah. red? It's Melody's favorite <laughs> painting from the red. Nymphs and Seder. It's yep. that one. The same. It's that one. So he sits her on his lap uh, backwards astride so that they can both look at this painting. And then they start doing like some dirty talks about like what's going on the in the painting. Play. He says that it's Tell not me about dangerous the symbolism because of the because of like the sexy times. But it's dangerous mm-hmm. because like the satyr has come into the nymphs worlds and they're all yes. ganging up to pull him into Ooh. the water or the pool or whatever. Yeah. And like the, the worry is not that women would get sexual thoughts from it but the worry is that they would think that they can team up and drown a man together hot yes <laughs> it is excellent yeah so then he does a big old traditional highlander finger banging yes while they're dirty talking about this highbrow painting times yeah and he's and like oh i'm you he's guys like pretending that he's the satyr and there's like one oh. special blonde nymph that was like oh, mischievous boy. and like that satyr would do anything for her anything oh, for it's her so good oh boy so she climaxes thank goodness because mm-hmm. then there's a big hullabaloo Uh, They're about to leave and bang, 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 bang. Bill and her dad are there. Oof. Her dad is there, you guys. Yikes. So her dad tries to like strong arm her away. And she's like, I'm not having that. I'm here with Clay right now. And I've been here with Clay. So like, it's not going to get worse. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, it is. Because I don't think you know that he's the one buying up all the property and trying to take your grandmother's house out from underneath her and demolish it. And she's like, like, excuse me? (laughs) Surely that can't be the truth. The man buying building the casino around grandmother's house who told me he's sworn vengeance against my family (laughs) and owns all the casinos (laughs) in New York? That was Clay? Florence. Surely it couldn't be him. You're not as smart as you've let on this whole book. Oh, Anyways. man. Yeah. So Clay doesn't say anything to defend himself. No, and it is because he can't. Bad news bears. And she asks to talk to him alone and it just gets worse. And then the dad yeah. finds out that she was taking lessons in criminal activity from him, which is. Uh-huh. Woof. That's a and whole just, other can of worms. Uh, she feels like a total fool and just like and he tries to say that she didn't he didn't lie to her and she's like bullshit you're such a hypocrite you always talk about not lying and not miss you know like not being direct with people and you were not direct with me right oh god it's it's a bad it's bad so she burns it down and she goes home with her dad she says you owe me an explanation he says there isn't one if you were hoping because she doesn't know why yeah, she doesn't know about the the getting kicked out and the right. cholera and the everything else. Right. So she said he says uh. there isn't one. If you're hoping to discover a hero in this melodrama, you'll be sorely disappointed. Oof. She says Florence started for the door, but she turned the lock. But before she turned the lock, she glanced over her shoulder at Clay. I never asked for a hero. What I wanted was a partner, she says. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh. And then doesn't she say something like, and 
you're not going to realize it now, but this is the moment that you lost me or something like no, that? No, no, I think that's from a movie that you saw. That's not this book. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think she does. <laughs> she leaves the room wow. after that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so he finds out that, you know, like, obviously Bill set this whole thing up. So Bill comes clean about how he was the one that punched the dude and the blah, blah, blah. And ha, 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 he got him. Right. She's devastated. All his kind words are coming back to her. And she's like, it's all bullshit. The thing about the nymph and the satyr and the, all this, all this, she he was just playing me. And the dad yeah. is convinced that he was just faking this whole affair with her in order to more gouge the dad to be like, ha ha ha, I defiled your daughter. Mm-hmm. And she isn't sure that that's not the case. I mean, it is rough. It's a big devastate. So then the dad is like, okay, well, what we've decided to do is we've made a deal with the city to build a school on this block instead of a casino. And they're going to take yeah. it by eminent domain and we've signed over the rights of the house. And Florence is like, well, that doesn't help us that because then the house still gets torn down. What? Right. I don't get the house anymore. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but then Clay doesn't win. And so now it's just like, what is this even about? It's like, it's just two guys having a pissing contest. Right. And so this guy comes in to sign the final papers to sign the house over to this like city school. And she recognizes him. He's Crane. Remember that guy that had the meeting with Clay that we didn't talk about, but we were like, it is important. And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy. He had a meeting with Clay. So I should go over to the casino to talk to Clay, to, I don't know, to tell him. Well, she doesn't know. No, she doesn't know who he is. She's just like, this seems really weird. I need to figure out what's going on. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go like hidey hole up in Clay's office to figure this out because it doesn't make any sense to me. And Justine kind of like talks her into like Clay isn't all that bad, which is kind of crazy at this moment. But she does. Yeah. Basically saying he didn't do anything to hurt you. He'd never directly lied to you sort of the same things that really Clay was saying. But she's like, listen, he's a good guy. He's been good to you. This is like something between him and dad. Right. It's not about you, basically. Okay, so then she goes and she watches this meeting. So the dad comes over and he he tries to be all like smug about the fact that he fooled Clay. And Clay's like, actually, the guy that you just signed everything over to is my guy. She's in the hidey hole with the with the yeah with the eyeball eyeball yeah with the with the peeper (laughs) hole eyeball peeper. So (laughs) so she's watching all this go down. The dad's like, har har har. This is gonna be a school now. And he's like, actually, Crane is my guy and the Department of Continuing Education, uh, whatever, whatever, association is actually my company. It has nothing to do with the city. But you signed it. Ha ha ha. You guys, you can't, you can't, this is not a valid contract. You can't trick somebody into signing something with an acronym and be like, ha ha ha, it stood for this, not that. You can't do that. I don't know. Maybe in England Times, New York, you could do it because it was kind of like lawless. Well, no, the acronym is the same thing. It's just that he right. made his company name, the edu- the ed- a department yeah, of continuing education. Yeah, but you can't trick somebody like that by not awful. spelling out the acronym in the thing. Totally. You can't. Um, but maybe it totally. would have flown back then because he's bribed everybody. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, 
So he's like, I won. You just signed it over to me and it's going to be demolished ASAP and I'm going to build my grand casino and nobody can stop me. I wish this was more satisfying. This does seem extremely hollow. God damn it. And she so like Florence is in there. Away? She no, she, no, she bursts in, in his there. office. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, what the actual fuck? This is what you did, even though you knew that the only person this would really hurt is me, not my arrogant asshole dad. Mm-hmm. You knew this. We talked about this. I was naked in your bathtub, dad earmuffs. Mm-hmm. And so it's bad news bears, and this is when she says no explanation for your happen uh, for your actions and he says every word of it is true i offer no explanation other than this is what your father deserves an eye for an eye and it's real bad yeah she says i suppose you've won oh and he says yes i suppose i have and then at the end of this interaction aaron she says congratulations clayton she threw over her shoulder. Uh-huh. I wonder how long it will take you to figure out what you've lost. Um, it didn't happen in a movie. It happened in this book. I believe the line you said was, when you look <laughs> back on this, you'll realize this is the moment that you've lost me, which shares no characteristics with, I wonder how long it will take for you to figure If If those two lines were pitted against each other in a plagiarism lawsuit and a spreadsheet, I would say, those aren't similar. <laughs> That's what I would say. So, Aaron? Yeah. No. I did it. Good job, <laughs> Melody. <laughs> Mission accomplished. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to let you have this one. Thank you. Okay. Okay, So now Clay's like, wow, look at this great house that I'm going (laughs) to knock down. Great. (laughs) Mission accomplished. (laughs) Boy, does winning feel great. Awesome. Wow. I'm, I'm so accomplished. So he's actually there because the grandmother has sent for him. And he's like, this lady is going to try to talk me out of tearing down her house. And that's not going to happen, but it's going to be cute to watch her try. And he comes in and she's like, I bet you think I'm going to try to talk you out of this. And I am not at all. Instead, I want to drink a bourbon and talk about how great my granddaughter is and how you should stop being an asshole. Right. Maybe it's time for a... Noticed how great my granddaughter is? Yeah. I don't like you, but I like her, and you should stop she likes being you. hurtful toward her. It is maybe time for a traditional Naperville tree lighting. Consider yes. it. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to win her back because I totes love her, and I think maybe I could do that. So he talks. Is this when he talks to Anna? Yeah. yeah. He talks to Anna after this conversation, I think. Yeah, and Anna's like, it's grand gesture time. It's time. Uh, it's time go. for that tree lighting. He's got to do something. Yeah. So he goes over to her house and he's like, I would like to meet with your dad sickles. <laughs> and he hands over the deed to the grandmother's house. And he's like, I was a dick. This was wrong. It was the a, the a bad play. And so I'm giving it back to your family. Here you go. And she's like, great congratulations for like sort of doing the right thing after Mm -hmm. you wrecked everything Mm -hmm. this doesn't change anything it doesn't change the fact that you lied to me no it doesn't change the fact that you hurt me personally it doesn't change any of that and he's like 
Harumph. Yeah. I'm gonna go Eeyore my way downtown. Because he like barely lit up that tree. You've gotta put a yeah. crazy amount of lights. You've gotta write a poem that makes no sense and stick it to that yes. Naperville tree. You've gotta invent the lights that you put on that Naperville tree. He clearly has not read all the Naperville books we have. You have to at least get Trey Stump Tracy like on a consultant <laughs> fee, you know? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Something. So he goes up to her and his lips brush the top of her head with a gentle kiss. And he says, I'd give everything I own to start all over with you. Goodbye, Florence. (gasps) Black moment. (laughs) Black moment of the soul for me and everyone else. Horrible. When they whisper goodbye, it's just the worst. It's so dark. So bad. Because she still super loves him. Like, she's still been talking to her sisters about how much she loves him. And they're both like, well, can you forgive him? And she's like, I want to, but I don't think so. This is what, it's after that he has a conversation with Anna where she's like, you have to grovel, 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 grovel. That's what you have to do. And he's like, I tried that already and it didn't work. And she's like, no, you did something for her family. And that's That's great. But now you need to do something specifically for her you have to do something for her right. you have to give her what she wants and it has to be to the detriment of you right that's a grovel ah uh. and then he gets an idea and he smooches up anna and he's like thanks yeah and then um the next thing we know jack jack comes to get florence bald jack is uptown yeah jack up and he has some 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 manila envelopes. Where's Jack's book? Can we get his book? Can he get with Anna? Can it be Jack and Anna? Well, Jack is with that widow from the kitchens of the brothel, and I think they're really happy. Oh, right. I forgot that Jack was with that widow yeah. from the kitchens of Maybe the brothel. Maybe they could do a triad. No, Melody, it never works the way you want it to. Come on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So so okay so she takes one look inside this manila envelope and she's like what the fuck get a carriage we gotta go and jack's like he thought you would say that let's go yeah so also loki jack should be loki fucking livid right now right yeah oh yeah oh yeah we would have friendship issues high key livid high key i i could not wait to talk about kind of issues I mean, Clay is on. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We, we, he is. We have to tell them what happened. So she goes down there and she's like, "What the fuck is this? Why are you giving me the deed to he the bronze looks house?" Bad. He hasn't slept oh. in weeks. He has been drinking hard. His hair is yeah. all over the place. He's a mess. He's got more than dark circles. Yeah, he's got like, oh man, it's bad. Yeah. Whew. So he's like, well, there's nothing left in the world right now because I hurt you. And I promised you that I would sign over the deed to the bronze house if I ever hurt you again. And Mm -hmm. I did. And you don't want me back. And so there's nothing left for me here. So I'm going to sign over the deed to the bronze house because that's the bet we made. And then I'm going to leave. I'm going to go like maybe visit my mom in Philadelphia because I can't be here anymore because the whole city reminds me of you, Florence. Mm-hmm. And I just want you in my arms again. And she's like, wait, you're leaving? Question mark? No. Yeah. I don't want that. No. I don't That's want you not how this was supposed to I work I do hate you, but I don't want you to leave. Don't yeah. leave. And she's like, she's like, well, I don't 
I don't want the bronze house. I want my own casino. That's the whole thing. I don't want a casino you built. I want to build my own casino. I want it to be my accomplishment. So like you have to take it back. And yeah. he's like, fine, I don't I'll sign it. it over to Jack then. Yeah, good. That much better idea. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, how was that not your idea to be? Here's my thing. If he had wanted to make this a grand gesture for her, yeah. my idea was give her the deed to all of the land surrounding yeah, the house. Give her so that she casino. can build a giant casino around her, her uptown house. ladies casino. Yay. And then she, she yeah. cannot tear down her grandmother's house if she wants. And then she can just live there. Live there. With a casino around it. Right? Duh. Yeah, that was my idea. But it's okay. So he's a dumb boy. Yeah, you know? He's just, he's not stable <sighs> right now. He's not thinking clearly. But then they just, you guys, they work it out. They figure it out. It's fine. They're in love. They smooch. They do a smooch. He's going to stay. They're going to run the bronze house together. And then she's going to get her own casino. Oh, oh what? Because... She, he, in his whole like diatribe, he's like, I love you and you don't want me back. And so there's nothing here for me anymore. So, like, I'm just gonna leave town. And she, and her whole takeaway is, wait, you love me? Oh, yeah. And he's very like, how did, how have we not gone over this seven times? Like, how have you not picked up what I'm throwing down yet? Right. And then it's a big romance. And it's you guys. So, it's a big romance. This is called. You guys, um, this is what we call in the biz an H E A, and they do smooch yeah. in there together. It's done. But wait, what? it's even the bester H E A. Wow, it's tired in here because uh, we find out maybe in the epilogue or maybe in the last chapter. If it's the epilogue, Aaron has no idea Bing what I'm bong. talking about. Epilogues with Aaron because she doesn't read. Them. Are you ready? I hate an epilogue i never read she it hates an epilogue. i don't like it i feel like when the story's done it's done if it's not done write another chapter what is an epilogue i don't understand it what is the point i don't care if they get married i don't care if they have kids i read this epilogue it's the first epilogue i've ever read because they told me i had to so i did and you who guys, told you what an it's epilogue the, the hps epilogue. they told me to read that epilogue Oh, when we good. announced Thank it, you, there HBs. were a bunch of there were a bunch of comments. I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram or what, but there were a bunch of comments that were like, "Aaron, read epilogue, read it, read it, read it." And you know how I <gasps> hate HBs, an epilogue. You're so good. I know. I herbed well, it. So we and then both I went back. know what we're talking about. Okay, so it's the best HEA ever because Florence never wanted to get married. God damn it! Yeah, and so they're not married. So she doesn't. He does sign the bronze house over to Jack because he wanted to get into more legitimate businesses anyway. So he bought himself a baseball team, which is fucking adorable. Mm -hmm. And she and they live above her casino, her silver house. Hot. Because it's more valuable than the bronze house. And it's like higher class and stuff. (sighs) Whatever. And they're just like in fucking love. Yeah. And they're going to be together forever. No kids. Never going to get married. No kids, no marriage, just fuck yeah, Florence. Yep. And her hot, hot brute. Yes. Ugh, I'm into it. I'm into it. All right. I just, in this moment, got a text that said tacos are ready. So let's wrap this shit up. We gotta go. Uh, All my right. lady love is tacos and eating them now. Yes. <laughs> no, but my lady love was going to be, hey, girl, I don't know if they're yeah. canceled, but McFlurry's. 
Um, tasty. What no. a tasty treat. Are they canceled? <laughs> McFlurry's bad now? I don't think so. Are McDonald's bad now? Well, I mean, generally they're, they were, but are they newly bad? I don't know. I can't, Listen, guys, I have can't have McFlurries. Oof. Yeah, oh, you can't? Sure. Do it. What a tasty treat. No, it's all the dairy. What a tasty yeah, yeah, yeah. treat what is a a McFlurry. Treat. You can put an M&M yeah. in there and they get real hard. Great. Good yeah. stuff. Yum town. Also, have Population a taco. You. Have a husband make you tacos. Oh, boy. After you're done with your podcast. After you did limp That's back. one. Several miles from a run that hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, that was last week. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> You're you're giving them a peek behind the curtain. I'm sorry. Right? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's your lady love? All right. And my lady love is You know what? You got to you got to dance. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you guys, this is what a delirious melody is like. Cool. You got to dance. You you got to dance. Like, you just get that left arm a-flapping, and you put your butt into it, and I just turn around dance, in a dance, slow circle, dance, dance, dance. maybe drop it low in whatever dro- uh, whatever diaper you're currently wearing, and, like, dance! <laughs> like, uh-huh. you just gotta do it! So, that's my lady love, is to do that. Yeah. Anyway... You can find us on every social media except for TikTok. I'm still not getting on TikTok, no. you guys. No, it's not going to happen. We would be bad on a TikTok. But again, I would be so bad at TikTok. No one is asking. No one is wanting it. <laughs> so I don't know why you keep protesting TikTok when it's like world colon nothing. Melody colon. Who <laughs> like a TikTok? Exclamation point. No one wants it. <laughs> you know what? My other lady love is... If you haven't listened to Faded Mates and Wicked Wallflowers and Black Chicklet in a while, just refresh the podcast on there. feed. Get back on there. Get in it, you guys. They're all so good. Do and that. Ice Planet Podcast. I feel like we've done two commercials oh my God. with them over the past obviously, two weeks. But yeah. Obviously, Ice Planet Podcast. When, I mean, obviously. Okay. And then finally, keep being a badass. And uh, oh my God, me thinking oh, of something funny uh, to say is directly contingent on how fast I eat tacos. Tacos. <laughs> um, so what was? What did tacos. we say that was funny? There was nothing uh, funny in this episode. We were not funny today. Uh, okay. <laughs> love yourself <laughs> as much as you love <laughs> the grumbliest Aaron tummy in the whole wide world. That's how much we should love ourselves. I would drink a shamrock shake right now. That's how hungry I am. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It would hurt me. That's how much we got to love ourselves. Love yourself enough to say, you know what? Leave this in. Love yourself enough to say, you know, you know what? I'm not going it's to taco time. I'm not going to do this slogan today. I don't. I don't owe anybody anything. I'm just going right. to up and eat my tacos. <laughs> Love yourself that much. That's right, Erin. You know your worth. You know your boundaries. Yes, I know. I can't do this right now. I can't think of anything funny that I said. Excellent. Okay. Me neither. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. I love you. Ah, tacos. <laughs> Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. 
The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show. <laughs> 